Eliza, welcome back to Wake Up People. Today we're going to be talking about sexism and feminism. Um, we're also joined today by our newest member, Molly. Hi. We would also like to include a trigger warning in today's episode as we will be touching on some sensitive topics. Let's get into it. <laughs> I would like to tell a story from a few days ago. So me and Eliza were getting off the bus from school um, and then this man came up to us and was like, do you want to go home? And it was very scary. Yeah, he was acting really weird. And then his one of his friends or something was like, you can't say that, people will think you're a pedophile. And I'm like, well, yeah, like you, you shouldn't be doing that. But like, we just, we didn't feel very safe in that environment. And like, he was blocking the way off the bus. And it's like, it's not much we can do. Like, we're just two school girls trying to like go, like go home. It's like, we don't want to talk to you. Is there anything you want to say, like any advice for other girls who might have experienced this? I mean, it, it, it's interesting how um, following the death of Sarah Everard, how more people have been given the courage and confidence and the feeling of maybe feeling more safe and protected about speaking up. And some people um, say that it's like a trend or something, but it, it's really not. It's a wave of confidence and um, being inspired by others and just being given the opportunity um, to speak up. And I feel like that's really important. Um, but also it's highlighting loads of statistics, like 97% um, of women will be sexually assaulted. And it's like, it's not all men, but it's 3% away from being all women. And I feel like that's a really shocking statistic. Yeah. And I think also, yeah, like you said, it's not that it's happening more. It's that people are finally kind of feeling safe to come out about it. And that's something that we should really be supporting and encouraging rather than mocking or judging. And also, if someone's lying, that they're, they're still um, contributing to the story, like to the narrative, and like they're still giving a space. Also, there's probably a reason why they're uh, lying. Like it genuinely, like there are very, very few women who lie about that kind of thing, and it's something that people who are uncomfortable with women coming out with their stories like to use against um, the majority saying that like oh a lot of you are just lying but really it's just that it's like a, a really small minority of women and that's kind of being blown out of proportion and like we've always been told like don't speak up about stuff like that like I remember like being on a school trip in junior school and like so, like a man taking pictures of all the students and like like I like and it just got dismissed so quickly it's like oh it might be for a website or something I'm like Looking back at that, that was not okay because, like, one, he, I didn't know who that man was, so I didn't know why he was taking pictures of us, and three, he didn't check with anybody. And, like, even on public transport, like, you, you can literally just see a man, like, holding his phone, trying to discreetly, like, take a picture of a woman just sat there minding her own business, and it's like, it's not okay, and no one speaks up about it. They'll all just sit there. It's like, thank goodness it's not happening to me, so I, I, I don't have to do anything. It's not, it's not my place to say anything. And, it, like, and that's the wrong environment to be in. Um, and the wrong mindset that we've all been forced, like that narrative, like, don't speak up, it's not your place. You have no involvement no involvement in it, so why put yourself in, in a situation? Yeah, it's like giving women the idea that they owe these men anything. Like saying, kind of trying to make excuses encourages the idea that we owe them anything other than, like, walking away from them. i just like to add, if you're having any thoughts of doubt or any, um, like, dark thoughts <laughs> no if you're if you're maybe scared of going on public transport after 
you've heard anything on the news lately, just talk to someone that you trust and I'm sure that they can help you. Yeah, and there are lots of helplines that you can register your number with. If you feel unsafe, you can text. Um, I can't remember the number, but you can text it and the train will stop and you can be, someone will come and help you. So please don't be. And also, if, you, if you're kind of thinking, well, it's not as, uh, that much of a big deal, like, oh, I don't want to, like, be, it, like, interrupt anyone's day or anything, please do report it, because if it's making you uncomfortable, then it is something. Yeah, with this, is there, like, a description? Do we have a description with this? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll leave, we'll leave the helplines in the description if you need them. Um, back on the idea of Sarah Everard, uh, when I first heard of the case, the first thing that came to my mind was, would they have told the men to do what they told the woman to do if it was a man's body that was found? Yeah, I know the idea that the police, instead of trying to find who killed her, they're saying that, like, that it, it's just another form of victim blaming, isn't it? Because they're saying, like, oh, yeah. women stay inside, like, it's our duty to, like, it's their job to protect us, it's not. That yeah, we need, yeah. we're not trying like we don't have to make their job easier by not leaving our houses like yeah statistics say that oh sorry uh thing people say oh these many women got harassed not how many men harassed the women yeah. these many women had this happen to them not how many men did that to them um for any viewers confused about the sarah everald um discussion could someone else explain what happened? Uh, so Sarah Everard was a woman who was walking home from a friend's house at night and she was um, kidnapped and they later found her body in Kent. And the key details of this case are that she was, and lots of people like to try and blame it on the woman who was um, attacked. So kind of saying, what was she wearing? Why was she out that late? And I feel like important details are that Sarah Everard was on the lit side of the road and she was in full view of security cameras and wearing bright clothing. She was wearing bright clothing. I think she called her yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, she had called her boyfriend. Like she was she doing did everything, everything right. right. It's, ne it, it's never the victim's fault. And it's like people will, in like circumstances, when this case came up, um, people's mindsets will be like, well, yeah, but it, it, it's not all men. It's not all men. But they only bring that up to suppress women further and that's not the right place and like with things like instagram and like you can share posts on your story or something to raise awareness every time like for um men mental awareness or stuff it's always women posting more um than men do as well and it's like yeah it, it's great that like messi or ronaldo or someone scored a goal but don't you think that, that the more important thing is raising awareness here yeah it's the same thing as like uh when men use men get raped too against a woman who's coming out with her story it's like and you're right it's like if you tr like any other time talk to me about that and that's and i'm really sorry that anything happened to you but like you can't use that as like ammunition against someone who's just trying to like be heard or like trying to support these women and also quite often if you talk to the people who are saying like oh men get raped too if you talk to them any other time about men's issues they won't want to listen because to them it's just ammunition um i know for sure that in my form time we've been talking a lot about feminism and what's been going on in the news lately and i heard that many not i heard there are many boys in my class who are really confused and a bit unsure about what they can do about the issue 
so I feel I think we should give um, some advice to what boys can actually do to help raise awareness. I think that just a really easy one is that if you're walking with a girl or a woman and someone tries to talk to her in an appropriate way, tries to like catcalls her, tries to harass her, anything, and she looks uncomfortable, you just like, I don't think you can't try and like kind of be macho with them. It's that you need to check with the woman what she's comfortable with. And if she wants to walk away, then you just help her walk away safely. And I really think that it's completely the woman's choice what you do. It shouldn't be because then you're almost like then you're forcing your opinions on her. So you just need to ask her what you want, what she wants you to do. But It's like Molly said, if you see someone uncomfortable, you can go up to them and pretend you know them mm. or like fine. Not all men do this, but. If you're walking home and there's a man behind you, you don't know if they're going to harass you or not. So if you feel like, no. So you can help women feel more safe by leaving a distance or making sure she knows you're there, but not following her by staying on the opposite side of the road or walking a bit slower. Or walking in front of her. Like, yeah, just so she, and she loudly, her don't creep up on her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because not, it might not be all men, but that doesn't mean we know which ones are which. Exactly. We don't know who has coronavirus, but we also wear a mask. And yeah. we shouldn't have to take that risk. You can't ask us that it's not an inconvenience to cross the road. So please do just do that. And it will make this, a woman feel so much safer because I know that all of us know from experience how scary it is to, to walk. If you're walking alone at night, you're kind of yeah. on edge and anyone can seem like someone who could hurt you uh, even even just like i remember being in my living room like about a week or so and the curtains were open i was and i was putting on a jumper like fully clothed just putting on a jumper and this man walks by just staring right at me into my window slowed down just to look at me and it's like that's so creepy and disgusting and in my own house as well like why are you looking at me through my window and it's, it's disgusting because like i'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a girl, like, it's not like I'm a fully, it's not like I'm a, I'm an adult, like, I am a child, so, like, why does he slow down, why does he think that he can look into someone's house and stare at them, and it's just, like, it, it's hard to find, like, places where you feel safe if there's always someone who's going to come and ruin it. Yeah, and I've had experiences where, like, um, fully grown men have tried to start conversations with me, and I don't know these men, and, like, I used to kind of before I was more educated on the topic I used to like feel like it was rude to shut the conversation down or like I'd have to just smile and nod and I realized that I don't owe these people anything and neither do you if these people are trying to start a conversation with you and it makes you uncomfortable get up and walk away say I have to go say something and like if they try to stop you leaving say that your dad's waiting for you outside say like you don't have to stay you can get out of that situation you don't owe them anything yeah, you ne never feel entitled or anything anyway um thank you for tuning in for this episode of wake up people um it was an important one and we hope you've learned something from this or have not felt alone and maybe if you relate to these circumstances you you don't feel alone um but yeah never feel like it's your fault because trust me it's not and, and remember that helplines are in the bio <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.